Speaking of dating. Yeah. Right? That's what we're talking about. We're yeah. talking about dating. How's how's it going for you? <laughs> Not good. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Maddie Westbrook, and welcome back to my podcast, Closet Talk, where we went through the first season of talking about my gay experiences, and now I'm ready to talk about anything else. I have a very beautiful guest with me today. Hi, Hi everyone. This it's is Spencer. Me. Spencer that's the quietest I've ever spoken in my life that was such like a calm intro yeah I feel like you really said that like when I have mine I just like scream and I talk about naked people and you were just yeah. like hey guys and I was like okay that's the vibe I feel like when I was like on the side waiting to come into your podcast I was like charging up yeah I was like revving my engine you were like get in here bitch and I was like I'm coming <laughs> and I just feel comfy cozy yeah you, you're mellow. I like that. Thank you so much. If you had a color, what would it be? Sorry. A color? Yeah. Pink? I think you'd be a rainbow. Oh, I think I think you'd be a rainbow. <laughs> I think we'd both be. Okay. And today, moving <laughs> <laughs> forward from that. You're like, okay, bitch. Right. And we're done. No. Um, um, and today I'm going to intro a queer moment in history that is very recent, probably the most recent queer moment in history that we've ever had and if you don't know what that is i just talk about pivotal gay moments in queer history okay. and today we're talking about the movie bottoms are you a bottom yeah me too really yeah i didn't even know that low-key oh my god this is such a good i love finding out when other people are bottoms high-fiving has been our thing today i don't that wasn't that was really far away no not a high five. Oh, we're holding hands Bottoms. bottoms right yeah it's just so like i love because there's like a mentality in my head between like bottoms and then tops right and like when you're a bottom you're just like you get it you get it but when you're a top it's just like yeah you don't get it. yeah like who usually gets hurt in relationships bottoms or tops bottoms, bottoms. yeah just saying. Just saying. What did you think about the film? You were there on opening night. I was not. Oh, yeah. It was Tell so, it. so, 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 so good. Yeah. Um, I laughed my ass off. I was actually really excited because what's her name? Her name is Rachel. Um, Rachel Whoa. Senate. Yeah. She was in a movie called Shiva Baby that I saw, which was really funny. And then okay. she was also in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And I was like, wait, I think she's a really funny actress. And then I saw that she was also in Bottoms. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit, I have to see this. So yeah. I did. I saw it high. And it was just an amazing experience. Incredible. I also saw it in that same state of mind. But I went like this week. Really? Yeah. How was, was that? Fantastic. Was there a lot of people there? No. It was pretty empty, which was kind of nice. I like an empty movie theater. Like yeah. if there's too much commotion going on, I think like something really bad is going to happen. Yeah. I also feel like when there are a lot of people in a movie theater, like I get embarrassed to get up and go pee. Right. Like, I don't so want. Yeah. I don't want to like get up and walk in front of everybody, but it's like we all got to do it. Yeah. I know the actress don't know the name at all, but I'm in the middle of watching the series The Bear on oh, Hulu. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, where did this person come from? Like, I feel like they're so like in many roles that I just like have not seen before. Yeah, I feel like until I feel like there's like that breakthrough moment where like your face becomes more and more like known. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the moments. That but. was 100%. I was like, oh, wow, this person. But I don't know. I kind of want to talk about like a little bit of like, oh, what's it called? The score of the movie. Okay. And like that music that they had in the background. <gasps> Shut the hell. The fight scene music. Everything and more. Like the the music for the fights, I feel like the entire was it wasn't it Charlie XCX who like did the music. Yeah. Those like moments between like the two like actresses, obviously yeah. that are building up and building up and building up, and they set it up so beautifully for the first two. Yeah, and then they get it on so wonderfully, and then you switch over to like the next two lesbians. Yeah, and one straight, and then the music cuts out. But did you see? And I was like, my <sighs> favorite was when um. The one who kind of like started the entire club, who like did everything for everyone when they actually kissed. Right. Remember to like make a scene. Plot twist of the century. And I know that they both liked it. They loved it. They loved They wanted it. to do it again. They did. They I did know. do it again. It was so good. Like it was so, so good. Uh, yeah. And when they were fighting, that was like my favorite part. When they I were like they fighting all those like Literally men. killing people with swords. Killing yeah, them with swords. Killing people. Murdered every man on the field. What would you do if you were caught in that situation where like you just murdered an entire football team that was like rival to your school and everyone witnessed you kill them? I would do exactly what they started doing. Doing and I would just start making out with girls. 
See, like, my thing is, like, maybe I would have made out with one of the football players. The dead corpse? No, no, like, on my team. Right. Um, I wouldn't date a dead corpse or, like, kiss a dead corpse or do anything with <laughs> do a dead corpse. You just leave it alone. Yeah, I would just leave it alone. Um, yeah, I would just look at the... Well, maybe not, like, look at it while it... Well, it... I wouldn't look at him while he was dead on the ground while making out. Like, it would... Right. It would just be, like, ah, triumphant. <laughs> like, you what know... A valiant death. You know, like um, in Taylor Swift's music video where she's like standing on a pyramid of like her body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it would feel like. Like it'd be on top of a dead body mm. standing on one because like, my 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 football boyfriend would be taller than me. So I'd use his body oh, as a step up. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. Unpopular opinion. I don't think they should have saved that annoying football player. I wanted him dead. Dead. I think they should have killed him and the annoying friend that was like, I'm going to go tattle on you. What a I, third grade approach. That was so, I actually, when I was, every single time they opened their mouths, I was like, can we get them off the screen? That movie was about bottoms and women. Yeah. And there were men in it. And I didn't I think like that. that was extremely like, it was just off-putting. I needed them to get off the screen. Um, I think mainly because they were annoying to me. Right. And also like when they would talk, I was just like, I felt like my ears were bleeding. Yeah. Did you know there's like those... Mm, men who are just so like so ignorantly stupid but so confident yeah that's oh my like, gosh like nobody's ever sat them down and been like shut the up like ever no right or like no one's ever sat them down and been like that was bad like you did a bad job you like did a bad, bad thing that was bad and like let me teach you about why it was bad like their entire lives have been like e -e 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 -e. yeah and they do something that's just like oh what a cute little man Mm-mm. No. Mm -mm. I disapprove. The main quarterback. Is he gay or what? He's not gay in real life. Stop casting straight people as queer characters, you pieces of shit. Jesus Christ. I don't want to see a straight man kiss another straight man on the screen. I want to see two gay men make out. Yeah. Bitch. Wait, is were they both Sorry. straight? In red, white versus royal blue? I must Have you seen that one? I've never seen that before in my life. It's, well. I know it was a book first. Are they both straight um, actors in that movie? Yeah, okay. Like give all the give all the gay roles to straight. Why people. are they still doing that? I didn't know that was a, still a thing. I, I thought we I thought we stopped doing that at Blaine after at Glee. I have no idea. You know what I think it is? I think it genuinely is like this idea that when you have you know what? Yeah. Hot Go off. this is a hot topic that I would like to share. Sure. I feel as though the industry when it comes to like casting gay men is not geared towards other queer people it's geared towards straight women what do straight women want to see they want to see two masculine passing gay men mm -hmm. they don't want to see a feminine gay man because then it's like mm, it's hard for me to see him like date me or like it's mm -hmm. hard for me to look at that like that's my issue like I don't want to sit here and look at a straight man acting as a gay man because mm -hmm. then it's like for me it's not real like I'm like I know you're straight you're doing a shit job at it one and two it's just like not it's not my cup of tea whereas like I'm guarantee a straight woman was like oh those two straight men pretending to be gay on screen kissing so hot right that's what the thing is like okay. they gear it towards straight women not like the queer community at all I think it's also odd because like I've had this conversation about Love, Simon and how that gay movie was geared towards straight people in general. Yeah. It was like this beautiful, like maybe like a little bit high school bullying like moment. But then he comes out, his whole family loves him, his whole family is accepting. And then he finds a boyfriend and then he falls in love. And it's every queer story you want to witness ever. But most queer people are sad as shit and we constantly get our heart broken. Like yeah. that's so not true. And most of us like don't ever find someone until we're way older. And you want to know why? Because we're too scared to come out because of bitches like you killing us. Yeah. With swords on a football field. Precisely. Yeah. You weighed that up. Thank you. With swords on a football field. Yeah. It's a nice Slay me with your sword. <laughs> Sorry. Is this like PG? Like, am I allowed to say <laughs> no, naughty you're things? Okay, you're okay. Okay, I got really scared. No, you're all right. <laughs>
so far from good that like it's actually it's not even at not good anymore. It's just oh. like not there. It's bad. No, just not there. Okay. It used to be like, mm, and then it was like, mm, and now it's just like, because there's nothing there. Whoa, there's nothing. Yeah, no. I mean, like, it's so, I feel like dating right now for me is very. It's definitely. It's very definitely it's, not. Like, I'd rather just, like, have a friends with benefits. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. Just, like, you don't like emotional attachment? Not right now, no. Like, okay. uh, uh, like if you want to send me a good morning text, okay, cool. But it's just, like, I'm going to heart it. Like, n- <gasps> not to be, like, not, like, a being a bitch, but it's more so, like, I, I feel like there's still things from my last relationship that I, like, am healing from. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those is, like, being used. Right. For social media. Right. And I just don't want that to happen again. So it's not that like I'm tiptoeing with relationships. It's more like I'm trying to actually spend my time getting to know people. And people yeah. don't want that. Like no. people don't want to get to know you and like start off slow. Right. People are like, I want to be in a relationship immediately. And then post about it. Yeah. And which I'm is always awkward. I don't want to do that. Like I want to get to know someone. I want to talk for a while before there's a label on anything. Right. And then maybe from there we can talk about like for real being partners but Mm -hmm. people now especially I feel like are just so quick to just jump the gun and be like okay I don't want how do I put this I don't want the intentions of talking to someone to be dating them I want the intention to be I'm getting to know you and we're getting to know each other and if we like each other or we both find that we are attracted to each other in that way after getting to know one another then the intention can be dating but I don't want it to be like we're talking to date I want it to be we're talking to talk to get to know one another wow that's so healthy Thank you. Yeah. But people nowadays don't want that. People just want to be like, no, we're talking to date. And if like you don't want to do something, then it's like, oh. You know what? I found out what talking was this year. Really? I had no idea what talking was. Like I I didn't grow up with a phone. I don't know if you knew that or not. But like the idea of talking to me was so confusing because I just had like a serious relationship for like year and a half. Uh-huh. And then that ended. And then it was like, okay, got to like talk to people I guess and so I'd like I think it was so interesting because it was like my first ever experience like texting or snapchatting or whatever multiple people at the same time and I just realized I don't care like I don't care about you Mm -hmm. in that way and it was a really interesting realization because I was like oh my gosh I'm single I'm gay women right yeah the trifecta and then I would like text these like beautiful queer people and I'd be like I don't really care about your day Mm mm-hmm and then I found somebody like I ended up caring about her day. That's talking. Like when you find someone that you gen- – that's what I feel. At first I feel like you're getting to know someone. Right. And then talking is when you enjoy getting to know them. Oh, word. And then after that, I personally think that it leads into like dating. But like in the beginning, it's just like I'm getting to know you and then we're talking. But no one wants to like – everyone now, this is my issue. It's like they want to get to know you and then – like have sex like I don't want to okay. immediately jump into having sex with you right like if I wanted to immediately have sex with someone I'd go on a hookup grinder right like I would just open up the grinder app and find someone to hook up with like right. I'm not that's not why I'm talking to you that's so interesting and especially with like men gay men gay men I, I'm sorry for you I literally I I like to make something very very clear gay men are just as horrible not even just as horrible gay men especially like I don't want to like put people in a box, but what I, from my experience, gay men are, especially like if you're attracted to more masculine Mm -hmm. gay men, like I am, because I'm very feminine, but not that there's anything wrong with dating someone feminine. I think I would. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's just right now, at least dating or talking to a masculine guy is the equivalent of talking to a straight man. And it is horrific because they have all that like bottled up internal homophobia like internalized homophobia Mm. and then they have like i don't know my roommate and i talk a lot but like i think witnessing like the gay men community it's so toxic 
-hmm. It's so toxic. Everyone sleeps with everyone in LA. It's terrifying. No, like I know. Like I've I've just kind of witnessed it, like going out to like gay bars and stuff. Oh my god, gay bars. It is the same people there. It's it's literally the way I view like gay bars and especially West Hollywood. I I call it I call it breeding grounds. Like the only the only reason realistically that a lot of people go there is to hook up yeah and it's like it's so like i want something real yeah i think that's the hardest part we talk about a lot me and my roommate is like that realness is just not there in la uh uh-uh like i want i want something real that's like i want to like wake up in the morning and then not have my first thought be someone but like if i wake up in the morning and then i open up my phone and i see a text from a certain person, I want to be excited. Right. I don't want to wake up and see a text and be like, oh, okay. Right. That's how I was. Like, it's kind of the, just to clarify, because I'm still learning, I feel like everything. I have a girlfriend now, but so like I don't need this like education, but I, it's so interesting to me. So you get to know someone, and then once you care, it's talking. And then what's the definitive line between dating and partners? Because that was something that like I've always been confused about. Like, I feel like if you're dating someone, it's only them. Um, so... I mean, like, I could be so wrong. This is just how I view it. No, yeah, I'm asking for your own personal thing. So, yeah, it's like getting to know someone, then talking, and then dating. And the way I view dating is kind of like courting. Do you know know what courting is? Where, like, have you ever seen Bridgerton? Yes! So you I know, love Bridgerton. That's courting. Okay. Like when you're going on small dates and this and the third. That's what I think dating is. It's Beautiful. like you've established that you both like one another mm-hmm. in that way. Let's see if it works. Right. It's like I've gotten to know you. Now I'm talking to you because I enjoy getting to know you. Right. And now let's see if this works. Right. So let's see if dating actually works. And then when you're partnered with someone, there's the label. Okay. So like that's why I feel like people get confused when it's like I unless you say we are we are or you agree to exclusively date or exclusively talk to someone. Mm -hmm. Talk and date as many people as as you enjoy. But the minute it's like I want to date you exclusively then it's kind of like, okay, so you actually want something, like right. just from me. Just from you. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, looking back at the steps of my relationship, like, I guess that's how it went. Mm-hmm. It was like we, I don't know, met, liked each other, and then it was like, okay, we're going to like keep getting to know each other. But we also, it's like women are different, mm. built different. It's so much easier to fall for a woman. I've never met a man and been like, wow. I don't think I have either. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're like it's like I have never wa- like I I'll see an attractive man and I'll yeah. be like you are attractive, but like I don't think I've ever met a guy who well that's a lie. But how do I put this? Like I've never gotten to really know someone. I feel like that's why like in my head I don't really think my first relationship even counts. Right. Because it's like he put up this whole facade. Right. To get me right so you didn't even understand who he was fundamentally which is the most important thing in a relationship i didn't like i again felt like found out later on but i did not know what his i thought his intentions were like to date me i thought his intentions were to get to know me and i know at least in my heart that when i was dating him like i felt like it was real but i don't really i feel like for him the initial intentions weren't to date mm-hmm. and then maybe along the way he might have felt something mm-hmm. but it wasn't until he started acting like somebody I didn't really recognize right that I would call things out like that he would say like if he said something rude I would call it out and then he would get like r- real mad like upset that I called out his bad behavior oh my gosh nobody had sat him down and been like bad right and then it was like oh i don't understand like you it was almost like a layering came off and that's when i started noticing like you're not the person that like you said you were right um and did that happen like before or after like i want to talk about this too because i think it's such an interesting aspect of relationships period like mm -hmm. nowadays was that before or after the hard launch that was after. Right. And I think that was like the point for him, which right. is like what's su- and like even after we broke up, he was I remember him being like, I never dated you to be famous. I never dated you to do this and the third. But it was his friends 
that I had met had been like reaching out to me and they're like, I'm not getting shit from this. And I know you're never going to talk to me again, but mm -hmm. like, here's the stitch. And they would tell me that like when we first started talking, he would be like, I really just want to get to know him because he's like, I want to know how he did it. And the one thing that like I one of the girls, his ex-girlfriend, she said something to me that was like, ah, like you're telling the truth. Because yeah. when we were together, he always used to say like, I never would have pictured myself dating someone younger than me. Like it, it was always like I would date someone the same age as me. Mm -hmm. And when she was telling me everything, because at the time when he first started talking to me, I didn't know this. They were like hooking up. <gasps> so she was telling me that like she was like, oh, yeah, when he before he went on his first date with you, he was like, I just want to get to know him. Like, yeah. it's nothing serious. Mm -hmm. I just want to get to know him. He's too young for me anyways. And that's because like in our relationship, he'd be like, I never thought I would date someone younger than me. Like, I, I would never picture myself. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's something he has said. And that's like, I feel like before before I found out, like when we were together, he. I even remember on our first date, he was like, I've never like gone on a date with someone younger than me. Okay, and he had, obviously. Or not that he had. It was more so like, how do I put this? No, he had not because his ex and the girl he was hooking up, whatever, they were the same age. Mm -hmm. But before he went on his date, he literally was like, oh, like, don't worry. Like, nothing's going to come out of it. I just want to get to know him and, like, figure out, like, how, like, he did everything on TikTok and you don't have to worry because I would never date anyone younger than me. Mm -hmm. And then on our first date, the like one of the not first things he said to me, but he was like, yeah, like I'm just surprised because I would have never pictured going on a date with someone younger than me. Was there like a significant age difference or was it weird for him to be bringing it I up? I was tw he was 23 okay. and I was 18. OK, so it was like a four year age difference, which yeah. wasn't like crazy. But at the same time, it was just. It was one of those things. And after that, I was like, damn. And I would like go back and I would rewatch like the process of us mm -hmm. like getting together. And I mm -hmm. was like, no, Spencer, like that was too fast. Like, yeah, you should have known when he said I love you like a month after asking you to be his boyfriend. Like that was oh. too much. Like, yeah, too, too, too much. But like, at least I know now, like it was yeah. a learning experience for sure. If you don't learn anything from your last relationship, then it you didn't grow. Yeah, and it yeah. took me a while. I feel like the farther away you get away, or the farther away you are from a relationship, so much clarity. Uh huh. There's so, it's so much clearer because you're no longer looking back on situations with an attachment to that person. Or like those rose-colored glasses. Have you heard that quote from like bro? You seem like a BoJack Horseman kind of person. Mm -hmm. No, it's like when you look at everything through rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. I feel like yeah, that's very very true. But I also my friend once told me something, and it. I was like, oh, that does make a lot of sense. She was saying how, you know how people who are, mm, what's the word? Like, so you know how people who are farsighted, they can see far, but like they have trouble reading. Mm -hmm. she, my friend was telling me how being in a relationship, it's like the longer you are away from it, it's like you become more and more farsighted where it's like, okay. The farther away something gets from you, the clearer it becomes because you no longer view that person with an emotional attachment. You right. view them as a stranger. Right. And when right. you view them as a stranger, would you let a stranger do those things to you? No. And then it's like, oh, I wouldn't let a stranger do that to me. So why did I let you do that? And right. That's where the rose colored goggles come into play. You let Boom. them do it because you don't see those red flags because... You're just like, you're, just you're infatuated and yeah. you think you love someone or you do. I was talking, about, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm not, not in like any like sort of attachment way, but I was just like thinking about the craziness of dating somebody like that being your person for so long and then looking back and being like, that's a complete stranger that's walking the face of this earth right now. Mm -hmm. That concept absolutely baffled me. I hate to say it, but it's true. Time heals all wounds. all wounds. And I feel like the longer you are away from someone or something that wasn't good for you, it's just like you notice more and more and more. A hundred percent. I mean, I look back on my last relationship and I used to be like, oh, my God. Ride or die. No one else in the face of this earth could ever compare. Like I used to be saying that. Was that your like first first thing. relationship? No, no. I, I, I don't know. I kind of have like. I'm not always dated people, but like I'll go like 
I'll date somebody for like longer periods of time and then it'll end. And then I'll date somebody else for like a longer period of time and then it'll end. Mm -hmm. This is like, I think that's the last relationship though where I was like, I need to stop, take a break, stop dating, heal, and then move forward. And then kind of right when I did that, I met my current girlfriend when I was like, good. But like, I used to look back and be like, so like, oh my gosh, everything was perfect. And the farther I get away from it, I'm like, that was awful. It was not good. Yeah. I feel like I've reached a place now where it's like my happiness doesn't rely on someone else. Mm -hmm. Whereas like that was my first relationship. So it was like, oh my God, like if mm, I feel like there were there were things wrong on both parts. Mm -hmm. I can't fully blame him. I mean, like he was a a work. He was a piece yeah. of work. But I will say that like there I did have like a codependency mm -hmm. issue. Oh, yeah. Um, And I'm what sucks is like I feel like that codependence codependency issue came from when we first got together. Yeah. Because when we were first together, like, it wasn't that I was codependent. It was just, like, how it was. Mm -hmm. Like, he would respond right away or I, he would message me throughout the day and mm -hmm. I would respond right away. And then all of a sudden it would just stop. Yeah. It just, like, literally stopped entirely. And I was Love like. Love bombing. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, like, 100% sure I dated a narcissist. Right. Yeah. Like, he definitely love bombed and yeah i did get attached because mm -hmm. of it but i've learned that i'd rather be sound and happier on my own before talking to anyone mm -hmm. and now that i actually am happy kind of like on my own i wouldn't say i've reached like my full uh like my i think we're always going to keep growing i'm not fully fully as mm -hmm. happy as i'd like to be but now that i'm happier yeah i sit here and i'm like do I even want to subject or like put myself through that again? Like, God forbid it were to happen again. Cause it's just like, it messed me up. Yeah, it and sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it it sounds, sounds tragic. No, it was horrible. Yeah, it actually, it's, I actually like, it was bad bitch. And mm -hmm. it's just, I need for everybody imagining, or not even imagining, for everybody listening right now, because I saw a lot of people were like, why are you crying so much over this, this, and the third? Bitch, I need you to imagine you get into your first relationship with someone who pretends like they are infatuated and they actually love you and they give you and shower you and all of this attention. And then once you give them what they wanted, and for him, I it was his TikTok, he right. gained millions or like hundreds of thousands yeah. you gain like a million something yeah suddenly that stops mm -hmm. and then you're now questioning your self-worth and you're like what did i do wrong and then after the relationship you then realize that you didn't do anything wrong you were just used right you would cry a lot too bitch yeah and at first you would cry about the relationship which is what i did do and then i cried for myself i cried because i was like how could i have missed all those signs how could i have let someone do that to me and then I got to a point where I was like I'm not crying anymore because it was a lesson learned and I can't blame myself right. for trusting someone no first relationships too especially if that was your first one I mean I had my first one at 14 so I got my heart ripped out of my chest pretty young oh. and so like going through that I couldn't imagine being like actually probably at a more stable and mature mindset and then still going through that and having your heart ripped out of your chest yeah like that hurts i want to go play in traffic for a while but we're good now play in traffic is funny <laughs> don't do it though yeah, yeah. I, I think like it's really interesting hearing like i don't know like gay experiences like men yeah versus, that's like, why the next time i'm in a relationship there is gonna be like no you're not gonna know like i actually have made it so so clear when i get into a relationship i will tell my friends but i really Maybe I'll talk about them online, but I'm not showing a picture of them. You're not going to see them. Uh, like, if you catch me on a date with my significant other and you take a picture of us and it goes somewhere, I'm going to say that's my friend. Yeah. Like, it's just involving, especially that was also a big mistake I made. I didn't, it was, I was also blowing up on TikTok, yeah. which was like new to me too. You built up a hard launch, too. didn't you? Huh? You built up a hard launch, didn't you? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't even know I was building it up. I had no intention of showing him. And then I was like, why don't I? <laughs> why not? Just for fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's like such a crazy thing because like I kind of told myself that too. Like my last relationship was decently public. We never posted each other with each other. Like I think they were on my page, like face on my page like twice. Mm. And maybe me on there is like a little bit more often. Like I can't even give you like a ballpark, maybe like five times. But man, that it was still the craziest thing I've ever been through in my entire life was going through a public breakup because it was like so weird that other people were like weighing in. I was like, this is odd. I just it's want also, it to be over. It's also really, really, really bizarre when people are like weighing in on what's going on and not even like taking sides, but they want to know so, so much. much. Like they want to, they want to know like everything, what happened, why did it happen? And I, feel like a part of me is like I understand because yeah. I let you into a very big part of my life it's and deep. now you want to know but it's gonna take time to hear it from me that's my thing and it's airing out dirty laundry it's like okay well you did this okay well you did this yeah okay, well you did this. and then and it then becomes just, a back and forth and, and that's what happened so, with and I wasn't even about to feed into it I said nothing because I was like if I I know if I say something the other side's gonna come right back at me and I'm just gonna say something again. It's just gonna become this whole thing. I was like, no, mm -mm. nothing, Never zero again. thing. And the, and the next time I'm in a relate, if I break up with someone, I'm not bringing that, like I'm not ooh, bringing <laughs> like that to, that's my fault. Like I can't even, but again, like I'm glad I did it because now I know not to. You learned. Yeah. And you came out on top. As a bottom. Uh, as a bottom. Uh, yeah. yeah there I was, you were there. Say, you were there. You almost got me there. I think it's also interesting, like, hearing you say, like, I'll talk about them, but, like, I won't post them. That's exactly where I'm at. I've been seeing the same person for, like, five months now. And I think, like, I just posted today that I have a girlfriend. Like, just that I have one. It was, like, in a little comment, like, in the little bottom, like, little caption yeah. area of the video. I was like, my girlfriend and I got pink drinks. And everyone was like, what the f yeah. And I was like, y'all are crazy. Like, you think I'm going to bring her on here and be like, this is my beautiful girlfriend? No, because y'all are A, going to like probably like bully her for no reason. Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. And then B, like, that's, I don't know. There's like this concept that I saw that it was like the happier couples kind of keep that stuff offline. Yeah. Like, the But I think social media has also like romanticized the idea of soft launching, of hard launching, of just like launching period also don't ever like show any body part of theirs ever they'll find it did you anna sitar they found brew through a thumb um they found my ex through uh, his shoulder his shoulder oh, his i was laying on top of him in a video and they found him through his i think it was maybe his it wasn't his shoulder it was like his like peck and someone was like, we found it. Look, look, look. And I was like, how? I was getting tagged in so many of his videos. And I was like, how? What? It was it was moments after, too. Have you seen uh, Chris Olsen recently said he just has a boyfriend? Yeah. I was just scrolling through TikTok the other day. I Chris, don't know. Who I'm so sorry, baby. But you posted a video and I saw his chest in it. I'm not going to go searching for him. But be careful because I know bitches be are so gonna... careful. That's what I'm saying. I was just scrolling through TikTok and I was just like. I happened to like see this one guy and I had no idea why this one video is blowing up. Like he was cute, but I opened the comment section and it was like literally 10,000 comments of people being like, I've never been so sure that I've found Chris Olsen's boyfriend. It's like, you don't know. How do you know this? Like you don't know this. It's crazy. It's insane. But it's like, this is what's so like. But it's also like our lives are our jobs and our jobs our lives and our experiences and so how are we just supposed to like not talk about it like because i i was like you know what i'm so tired of just like being like having this one pe important piece of my it's half my life yeah it's like the person i spend half my time with yeah like, I'm, and i just like fall off the face of the earth and i never say anything about it and it's just because i'm like with my girlfriend mm -hmm. and it's because i want to protect that relationship because it's so important but at the same time it's like i don't want y'all to find her ass yeah that's terrifying yeah 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 people I don't... have like taken videos of us at concerts together and i'm like but mm -mm. the bitch slap that phone out of your hand. You can say it's just a friend. And that's another just thing. What's so scary is like people like they'll find usually this is this is what like messes me up. Like when I see that there are like real life detectives online, I 
I mean it because guaranteed. My mom. My mom knew who my girlfriend was. And I didn't even tell her I had a girlfriend. Uh Uh-huh. My mother. And I told her. And she was I she she whipped out some like Gen Z vocabulary. It was the most baffled I've ever been by my mother <laughs> in my entire life. We were sitting there and I was having a conversation with Carter. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm on this trip. I'm going to tell my mom I have a girlfriend because I've never sat them down ever in my life and been like, I have a girlfriend. I just don't really talk about relationships with my parents very much because mm. it's just never gone well in the past. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to tell them on this trip because I want them to meet her. And I was just like, I don't know how to do this. And my mom kind of overheard and was like, oh, Maddie, like who's watching your cats while you're on this trip? And I was like, oh. And I said her name. And my mom was like, oh, so you got past the talking stage. Are you, like, official now? I was like, what the f-? It was like, mom, like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, she's my girlfriend. And I just kind of blurted it out. And she was like, okay. But it was so crazy. Like, how did my mom know exactly who this was? Probably, like, mother's intuition. Crazy. But I feel like people online, like, you don't have mother's intuition. You just have a lot of time on your hands. Way too much free time. To, like, be doing those Google image searches and all that crazy shit. Those people that can find, like, they see, like, one tree and they're like, this is in Guatemala. What? There's that person on TikTok who literally is, like... They're like, come try to find me. And they do like deep dives into like people's comment sections. And then from other people's comments, they find other people's accounts and then their Facebook accounts. And then from their Facebook accounts, they look at their friends list. And then they look at all the photos of all the friends. And then they're like, oh, well, the corner of this photo matches this person's profile picture that told me to find them. And oh, look, they're friends on Facebook with this person that I saw in their comment section. Like that is too much, babe. Like you have way too much time on your hands. Like within the amount of time you did that guaranteed, you could have probably binge watched all of Stranger Things. Um, you could have probably read an entire series, uh, Wattpad fan fiction, smut, whatever you prefer. And it's like, you like, that is so crazy to me, especially like now, like in this day and age and the way that technology You can has... find anything anywhere. You can find out, okay, I'm not even gonna say this online, but like, you can find out literally anything. I even find myself doing that. I'll be on FaceTime with my sister. She'll mention a name of like maybe a guy that she likes, maybe a guy that her friend likes, maybe her like roommate's friend, yep. blah, 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 blah. Within 30 seconds, I'm on this person's Instagram. That You just need their, fr- that's what's so. You only need their first name. And you don't even need to know how to spell it right because there's all these freaking underscores nowadays. Yeah, also what sucks a lot is people, th- my mom's always been really, really smart. Thank God, love you, mama. <laughs> She, like, even before I was on TikTok, scrubbed our names off the internet. I used to be so pissed at my parents for not giving me a phone until I went to college. I've never been more grateful for something in my entire life. You know, all the stupid shit I would have tweeted at 14. Mm -hmm. And the environment that I grew up in, dumb, Mm -hmm. dumb stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, I look back and I'm like, thank goodness. Yeah, I had there's zero trace of me on the internet before 18 years old. See, like, for me... It's more so a matter of not that there isn't a trace. It's just, again, and I talk about this all the time, when you were raised in a certain environment where you are not taught right away that something is wrong, you it takes time to learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you're a little kid and the first time you like hold up the middle finger, right. that's like your parents have to be like, hey, that's a bad no-no bad. thing. But some kids, like, they are raised in environments where it's, like, maybe not, maybe they learned about the middle finger when they were little, but Mm -hmm. they didn't learn about other things. And it takes them growing up and actually learning that, like, these aren't okay things to not only say, but, like, to to act on in Mm -hmm. a way, if that makes sense. Yeah. And even if you, like, know it's a bad word, like, for example, the F word. Right. You say it growing up until it's like you learn the gravity of certain words. Right, the weight. The weight that those words actually have. And I'm very fortunate where it's like I was raised in a household where like when I learned a word that is not okay, I was told right right away. Mm -hmm. I was told that if I said it again, I'd get my ass beat. And that's why like I learned. But I know people even like kids when they were like 13 12 and they posted something and it's like nowadays people will comment and they'll be like i'm 11 and i know that's wrong yes you know that's wrong because you grew up with the internet your ipad kid straight out the box you literally grew up with an ipad you grew up with people talking to you through a screen in a video we i didn't no i grew up with barney and elmo 
weird ass. Yeah, no, literally. It is so crazy because, like, I don't know. I'll look at, like, the rapid rate of, like, both maturity and immaturity based off of, like, I, I don't know. Gen Z is so technologically based. We've got Zoom. You barely went to school. You can probably do all your classes online nowadays. And, like, social media has never been more pre- prevalent. It gets more prevalent by the hour and by the minute. It's absolutely terrifying. And, like, I don't know. I'll open comment sections and I'll see, like, threads and chains of people arguing back and forth. And it's just, like... It could be a 40-year-old, or 40-year-old for all you know, arguing with an 11-year-old and neither of them would know. There's just so much animosity within it as well. I have so many burner accounts that I can use to stalk people because I don't want like, Maddie Westbrook has viewed your page. That's why I, I literally like have burner. No, me too. I've got that like, yeah. stuff with like zero profile picture. And then you literally type in a whole bunch of random letters at gmail.com. Right. And if I get logged out of that account, shit, I'm never going to get back into it. But guess what? I'm making another one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It doesn't. Yeah. It's horrifying. Yeah. Unless you ask for day. that like two-step verification, then I, then miss me with that. Oh my gosh. Not the two-step verification. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's my worst nightmare. Oh, sorry. Look at look at what I wore. I was gonna say I, they're they're Fruit Loops. They're so we're cute. fruity. We are. They're so beautiful. Thank you. My mom got them for me because I'm into like funky socks. Yeah. I have like the Mystery Van, all of Adventure Time characters. Really? I have like yeah, candy socks. I need more cute socks. And you know what I always tell my friends? Hmm. This is this is like my rule of thumb, and it's just like become I guess like a Spencer thing with them. Whenever I smoke marriage away yeah i put on funky socks so like what a cute tradition so like when if emmy comes over when she when she walks in she's like what socks are you wearing and if i'm wearing plain socks she knows i'm not but if i like pull it up and she sees the mystery van she's like oh what a cute little telltale sign i have a quick story for you before we segue into questions i'm emmy Really? In the middle of like a drunken sorority and fraternity like mob at Lollapalooza. It was like young lady. I turned around and we made eye contact and it was like that, oh my gosh, I know who you are, but who are you? Mm -hmm. And then we went up and did that whole like, I'm drunk, but I love you. Oh my gosh, you're so like cool and like I'd love to get to know you. And then never talked to her again. See like when- But it was mind blowing. Great. Emmy, I I met Emmy during playlist in- 20 something like 2019 or oh, that 2020 was playlist year right my it, condolences it was amazing okay. um and then covid hit and we were all stuck at home but it was like i feel like that was one of the first times where a lot of us like emmy me zaya like we all met in person mm-hmm. and that was like our first group of like oh my gosh we're mutuals online and I feel like now what's so bizarre is like you'll meet people who you're mutuals with and it's like, oh, hi. And then it's like a high bye situation. So awkward. Whereas like I feel like those first few people you meet. So important. It's like Emmy was one of the first people I met, my best friend, mm-hmm. Zaya, my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I talked to both of them almost every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like since I've moved here, it's also changed because it's like when I was home, there was never that, or not even home, when I was in New Jersey, there was no guarantee that I would see them. Right. It was like, when I get a flight, that's when I'll see you. Whereas like now, I feel like we built a relationship off of like, we talk every day because mm-hmm. we don't see each other every day. Whereas like now it's like, I see people almost every other day or like on the weekends or yeah. I bump into them. So it's like, we see each other and then we catch up and yeah. that's why we don't talk constantly and i right. feel like that's another big thing here huge and like i think that's exactly how my story goes too i'm best friends with scott and i'm best friends with carter and they were probably one of the first few people that i followed on social media and then i meet people it's like okay at one point i thought you were cool enough to like follow you thought i was cool enough to follow we're mutuals now and then you see them in person and like go to wave and they're just like already walking past yeah. you so awkward yeah Speaking of social media mm. and all this jumbled mess, mm. we have a few questions for you here today. I'm excited. And I'm really I'm really excited because I asked people to ask us gay questions, but okay. I actually feel like this is a decently straight question. Okay. It says, what's the most attractive thing about the opposite gender? Oh, like for me? Yeah. I've always, first of all, 
here's I because I am gay and I feel like this is also why I have a lot of like girlfriends especially um is because I find women in general so beautiful like I just I don't I don't know how to explain it like it's almost as though I because there is no like sexual attraction there Mm -hmm. I can look at I do think like any woman and be like you are breathtakingly gorgeous um but if I am being honest I feel like maybe the the most like attractive feature probably I'm not even gonna lie hair hair like the hair there is something about I mean obviously like you're gonna have beautiful hair but women have the most beautiful gorgeous hair Mm -hmm. like you can have curly hair and it could be really pretty on a like a guy but I mean like Nine out of ten times for every one guy that has pretty, nice, long, full hair, there are hundreds of women who have it. And it's right. just like I feel like women just like your hair is so pretty. Also, like when you like freshly wash your hair and it smells so good. Oh That's what I think. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. When my girlfriend like gets out of the shower and then she like does her hair and puts her little hair oil in it, like puts her little perfume on and her hair smells really good. I'm just like, I want to eat your hair another big thing and it I w- w- is it does it have to be like a physical trait no the way you smell i feel smell. like i feel like a lot of the times like men or like straight men they'll wear more masculine scented things right and i feel like that is like for me i like when people smell like they have like that like musky smell. Yeah. But it's also when I'm like with my girlfriends and I get like a hint of that like sweet vanilla E or anything like that. I'm like, damn, you smell good, yeah. bitch. Like I want to eat your arm. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's so good. like scent mm-hmm. it just sticks with you. Yeah. So that olfactory sense is just so crazy good. Mm-hmm. Love it. It just whips me back. Yeah. Okay. For me, I love when men have mouths. They know how to close and not use. That was a good one. Yeah. That was really good. But like actually the whole time you were speaking, I was trying to think of something in men that I'm like, that's endearing. I got nothing. I have nothing. And you know what? I like I can't even <laughs> I can't even be like, what? Like I can't be like, oh, no way, not one thing. Cause I get it. Like I'm not gonna. I can't be like, really? Like you can't think of one possible thing. Cause let's be like, real. I'll think of something that was like more traditionally masculine, and I think about it in like a man doing it. But then I think about a woman doing it, and she just does it better. Or like a gay man doing it. Like better. A gay femi like bottom. Yeah. Me. I kind of like the way. What do you find most attractive about me? About you. Your smile. Thank you. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I love when you use it. I feel like most of the time you're screaming, so when you're over here like all dainty, it's cute. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um, actually, I like, I kind of like, but it's more gender envy. I like the way men are built. Like that slim, like that skater boy, 6'2", looks like he eats three packs of cigarettes a day. Uh-huh. Final question. Okay. On this episode of Closet Talk. What is the most embarrassing thing you've done on a first date? Um... I'm trying to think of all the dates I've been on, but I could probably count that on one hand. I can go while you ponder. Okay. Okay. For me, it was literally pissing myself. Oh. Yeah. Pee. Oh. Yeah. We went to this fair. Mm. Like, you know those, like, pop-up fairs that, like, nobody should attend because they are Oh, yeah, because they're, like, built in seven days and, like, you definitely will find, like, bolts and screws on the ground that pop off machines. Yeah. Yeah. No. It looks like it was yeah put together by a pile of lizards and like i went with this girl and i was like trying to impress her because it was one of my first dates i'd ever been on like in my life yeah and i thought to myself okay as long as we don't have to go on that rinkety ass drop tower i'm gonna be good i'm gonna be fine because that's my my biggest fear is being brought up to a certain height and then dropped like willingly and then dropped absolutely not and you did it, huh? Who finds a drum? Of course. Okay. Of course I did it because she was like, oh, that looks so cool. And of course I was like, oh my gosh, this looks so cool. I would love to go on that with you. 
But but you did it for a woman and that's okay. It was a grand gesture for it sure. It was. But yeah. It See, if you told me you I did felt... it for a man, I I'd, I'd have a little I had I, some qualms with I you. I wouldn't even have brought it up. Okay. If it was oh, Okay. And then you dropped and what happened? Oh, I peed myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just let loose. I just didn't want to, I didn't know what to expect. I couldn't remember <laughs> the last time I had been on one of those. It just I remember that feeling and me being like, oh, no way. Did you like was it a lot? Yeah. We had to go to Target. I had to be like, I have to pee, but like I had already peed. I just had to like clean myself up real quick. Oh, I dude. sent her over to the dollar store sec like the dollar section was like in the bathroom cleansing myself. Oh. Horrible. We didn't go on a second date. Screw them. Screw them. I'm in love now. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to think of like a like the, something I've done that's embarrassing. Or or plot twist, the most embarrassing thing you've witnessed on a date. What was something that like happened and you were like, oh, give me like five seconds to think. And by five seconds, I mean like Mississippi's and say it slow in your head. I think I'm just perfect. Like yeah, I've I've I never on it. a date. Like it's there's never been something I've done awkwardly on a date. Mm. I mean, like, during a hookup, like, hooking up with a guy, I've, like, had a massive bloody nose all over his face. Like, that w that was, like, real bad. Like, I actually was, like, making out with him in the dark. And oh, then I, like, shoot. got up and I was, like, why is my... I was, like, wiping my... And I was, you know when, like, you feel like your nose is running and then you realize it's actually just blood? blood. I go to the bathroom and there's literal blood smeared all over That's my face. Horrifying. And I was, like, I literally start scrubbing <laughs> I was scrubbing my face in the bathroom to get all the blood off. Well, then there was blood on this guy. Yeah. Um, and that's when I came out of the bathroom and I was like, whoa, you have blood all over your no face. No way. You just got it. I was him. like, whoa. I was like, there's like blood all over your face. I That was my blood. But I, I got, like. I got blood all over my girlfriend's face. Like by accident, we were like play fighting and she was like, I can hold you down. I was like, no, you can't. And then my head slammed into the front of her face. <sighs> And she got this like bloody lip on the inside of him. And I was just like so scared. Like my head was like completely fine. I just like remember <laughs> holding her face, being like, You're not hurt. It was kinda like that, like, don't tell mom, but it was like yeah. hurt. I was like, Oh shoot. Like oh, You're no. like, don't cry. Don't Please. cry. No, I felt so bad. Her don't tell eyes anyone. Got on, like watery. I felt so bad. Mm -hmm. But yeah. It was okay. Thank you so much for joining me here Thank today. You. If you could enlighten us enlighten mm. the group chat mm. what you have coming up and where we can find you you can find me everywhere at spensua except snapchat um we're in mellow today so i'm not going to scream this one um except snapchat because some bitch stole my username so it's just spensua on there um hopefully i actually haven't like talked about this but i want to start posting on youtube again yes so i YouTube. haven't brought this up anywhere else but yeah expect to hopefully see something soon um i also have a podcast amanda just called me a slur um i also have a podcast it's called i'm literally screaming you can find my podcast on the past your bedtime youtube channel and all audio streaming platforms new episodes release every thursday well you were a beautiful guest i feel like this was so like just like a cute little environment for you because you said i was calming and then i feel like you've been generally collected today yeah i actually i think i have been but i also feel like i gave off a little like cray cray energy just like maybe enough to like feed you enough. and then we had like a little cray cray fun moment and then a serious one and I was like mm. it was yeah. a good conclusion it's one of those conversations where when you like you end it you're like that was good that was good that was yeah good. that was, that was good. lovely um my name is Maddie thank you so much for tuning in to my closet talk podcast it releases every single Friday on my YouTube channel and all audio streaming platforms you can find me Maddie Westbrook absolutely anywhere and when I say anywhere I mean anywhere at Westbrook go look me up it's a fun time Bye, everyone. Oh, yeah. Bye. Thank you for having Toodles. me. Bye, guys. <laughs>